You're listening to the Bridges Nashville podcast. Bridges is a house church movement meeting in homes all across Music City. To find a house church near you or to find other ways to support or get involved, go to BridgesNashville.com. Well, hey, thank you so much for joining us for this year-end devotional message. This is the last Sunday of 2020. It almost feels like a relief to say that. Uh, It has been one heck of a year. Uh, But what we've done the last couple of years at Bridges Nashville is we've closed out the year with a devotional. So we know we have a lot of people traveling right now and we have people watching from all over the country. And so we hope that today is a message that helps you close 2020 well and begin 2021 Mm -hmm. off on the right foot. Now listen, we're gonna talk about discipleship, three keys to discipleship. We're gonna call the message today, Read, Pray, Worship. Not after any book or anything, (laughs) but Read, Pray, Worship. Those are three disciplines. And listen, in Matthew 16, verse 24, Jesus said, whoever wants to be my disciple. Now that word disciple in the original Greek, it, it means pupil or student. And so Jesus was a rabbi. Now in Jewish tradition, a rabbi would have a cluster of students that would follow closely. They would imitate their rabbi. They would listen to their words and watch their actions. In fact, there's a famous saying, it's walking in the dust of my rabbi. That means that their students were so close to their rabbi that they would get caught in the dust cloud from their uh, dirt road hitting their feet. And so that's how closely we need to be following Jesus, right? So he said, whoever wants to be my student or my disciple, here's the key. Matthew 16, 24, has to deny themselves, take up their cross and follow me. Hey, we have a culture that does not like to deny themselves. (laughs) We want what we want, when we want it, and we want it now usually, right? Uh, But to be a disciple of Christ, we have to deny ourselves and take up our cross and follow after Jesus. In fact, the root word of disciple is discipline. And so we're going to talk about these three disciplines today. I've asked Pastor David uh, to share how do you cultivate a life of reading the Bible. I've asked Jamia, a prayer warrior, a worship leader, teaching team member. Uh, I've asked Jamia, how do you establish a prayer habit in your life? And then I'm going to close out with just a few thoughts on how to live a life of worship every day. So Pastor David, why don't you kick us off, man? Man, this is good. So, you know, reading the Bible is really important. To, for our walk and, and, uh, and our faith. Mm. And so this is uh, what the psalmist said, right? The psalmist said, I have hidden your word in my heart, right? So that I would not sin against you. Uh, another psalmist said uh, this, uh, your word is a lamp to my feet yes. and a light to my path, right? Paul stated that the word is like a two-edged, sharper than any two-edged sword. Uh, and then Jesus, the ultimate purveyor, right, of Scripture, said this. When he's talking about the Holy Spirit, he said what? He said that he, the Holy Spirit, will remind you of everything I said. Yeah. So we really need to read the Word so that we can hide it in our heart, so that we can be reminded of what Jesus said. And so it just puts a, a, a great foundation for us to be able to walk in our, in our faith. And so I, I've come up with three, three points this morning that will help us uh, kind of put that into motion in 2021. Hmm. So the first thing is this, you gotta have a plan, right? That's good. Uh, I mean, many of us probably have heard, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail, yeah. right? And, and that's really, that is so true. Uh, in all aspects of your life, you, you need to have 
a plan. And you know, there are, as we use, uh, we've been using the U version, there are so many ways for us to read, come up with the plan. U version has plans. Pick a book of the Bible, you know, uh, say, you know, James or John or whatever you might, you know, you, you, but you gotta have a plan. Find a devotional book. There's a lot of uh, devotion Bibles, mm. uh, there's devotional books, uh, and, and, and make that a part of it, you know? And for some people, uh, a devotional plan is really uh, important. Why? Because some people need that accountability. In That's other cool. words, you know, I, I get a uh, plan, I go to version. I pick a plan. Well, now, you know, you set those reminders, right, mm -hmm. uh, at a certain time, and every day you're getting that reminder, you mm -hmm. know, and so it's saying, hey, you know, go in. So you can go in and you can take care of that. So for some people, that's really important. And I think especially when you're establishing uh, a Bible, kind of that, that discipline in your life. You need that kind of that reminder, let me remember, let me do this. Uh, and I think as you're more mature, then I think it's a little different because you know the Holy Spirit then quickens you. Hey, <laughs> you know, you need to open that Bible, you need to, to read it. So I think, you know, we need to have a plan. The second thing is it needs to be attainable, right? And I think sometimes, you know, it is really admirable when someone says, I wanna read the Bible in a year. Some people will be like, I wanna do it in three months, you know, 90 days. There's 90 day plans to read the Bible. Yeah. But yes. uh, boy, that is admirable, but man, it is really hard to attain. Mm. So, so many people do that and they start and, and what? They end up missing a day, you know? And so you need to make it attainable uh, so that you can do it. Uh, even one or two verses a day. You know, I think sometimes people think, well, if I'm not reading at least, you know, so long or so much scripture, mm. it doesn't really work. Well, that, no, the word of God is powerful, right? And so when we read just a scripture and we just meditate on that scripture, man, sometimes it's better to read one than it is to read 20 because you can get more out of that one than you get out of the, the 20, right? And so I think, you know, and here's the thing, right? Listen to me. The goal is to know God. It's not to read the Bible. That's good. That's right? a good point. And so we need to make whatever plan, we need to make it attainable so that we get to know God. Mm. I've hidden your word in my heart so that I don't sin against you. In mm. other words, I get to learn the character of God. And when I know the character of God, then, then everything else falls into place, right? That's good. And then the third thing is this, do it. I think there was a really big uh, ad campaign, right, about that, right? Uh, and so you just do it, right? You got to do it. Yeah. You know, you can't get the word in you. You can't hide the word in your heart if you don't do it. Mm. You read it. So, you know, uh, I would encourage you, don't get discouraged if you miss a day. You know, you put a plan in motion. Don't get discouraged. You know, the next day, do it. Mm. Read the word. And that's why for me, I think that if you can, and you're like, man, I'm just, I just wanna know God. And you say, I'm gonna read through this year. I, I wanna know this characteristic of God, or I wanna read this book. I think it's more about just, you know, today I wanna read a verse. Tomorrow, maybe, maybe as you're reading, you, you read three, four, five mm -hmm. verses. Mm -hmm. And you just kind of meditate on that and let God speak to you. And then uh, doing all that to me allows you to really then as we go into the next discipline, the, your prayer life, yeah. right? So yeah. like you are able then to, uh, to marry the word 
with prayer, right? Mm-hmm. And it's so important, that's I good. think, to yes. do that, right? So, you know, that, that's the, the, the three things that I really want everybody to get across to everybody uh, as we move into 2021. It's really not that difficult. You, you guys got anything you want to add to that? Jay, what are you thinking? Man, I think that's a great handoff. I'll take that baton. You know, I used yeah. to run track. That's a great baton pass right there. I saw your number one day. You, uh, you were fast. I used to be. Used to be. Yeah. No, that was so good. Thank you for sharing that, Pastor David. And you know, just like he said, I'm gonna steal a little bit of what he said. You have to have a plan mm. in any area, whether it's with reading your word, studying the word, or prayer. And I'll just make it even more practical than that. Set an alarm in the morning, right? We all have alarm (laughs) clocks. We live by our alarm clocks. That's true. So set an alarm to wake up and pray. You know, Mm. Jesus would rise early in the morning, it said, and go off to seek his father Mm -hmm. and to spend time with his father. And so how do you do that? Set your alarm 15 minutes earlier than what you're setting it now. Yeah. You know, make it attainable. A lot of people feel like, well, I have to pray an hour Mm -hmm. a day. And an hour a day is wonderful. It's great if you can do it. But some of us, working moms and (laughs) working people and people busy with life, maybe you can't find an hour a day. Mm. But everybody can find 15 minutes. That's good. Start somewhere. Don't allow yourself to get so overwhelmed by this big goal. I've got to pray an hour a day that you don't do anything. Mm -hmm. Start where you can. So if you normally wake up at 6, set your alarm clock for 5.45. Try it. And have that goal of I'm going to wake up and I'm going to spend 15 minutes a day in prayer. Right? Mm -hmm. And so the other thing outside of making a plan, setting an alarm, keep it simple. Keep it simple. I think a lot of the reason people struggle with prayer is they don't know where to start. Mm. How do I pray? Mm. And there's so much information out there. There's so many resources of different types of prayers Mm. and different Mm. ways to pray. And it's all good, right? But I'm just going to give you a couple points here that I think keep it simple. The first thing is praying with a spirit of praise and thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. The Bible tells us in Psalm 100 verse 4, it says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Philippians 4, 6 says, Don't worry about anything, but in everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Present your request to God everybody's got something to be thankful for amen and it's a great starting point in prayer what are you thankful for this day yeah are you thankful that he woke you up this morning because Mm. guess what somebody didn't wake up that's true start there thankful for the roof that is over your head the bed you just got up out of in order to spend time in prayer Mm. think about all the things throughout your life and that surround you every day that maybe we take for granted but we're thankful for Mm. those things What if we didn't have a home to live in? What if we didn't have a roof for food? Mm. So many people, especially in this season, are needing those things and we're blessed to have them. So start there, giving God thanks and praising God. You know, I think of praise and thanksgiving, they go hand in hand with prayer. Mm -hmm. They go hand in hand, it's a beautiful marriage. Mm -hmm. You enter into his courts with thanksgiving and praise. And so start right there. The other thing that I would say is piggybacking off of what Pastor Dave said, pray scripture. 
That's good. Praise mm. scripture. Oh, yeah. He watches over his word, the Bible tells mm. us, to perform it. Mm. His word will mm. not return to him void. It's good. And so often we get caught up with, well, I don't know what to pray or how to say it. Or find scripture and pray the mm. word of God. Yeah. And there's a, a resource that I have, and you can find these really anywhere, but it's just a, a little booklet full of scriptures based on different topics. So if you're believing God for healing, it lists mm-hmm. about 20 healing scriptures. Wow. If you're believing God for a financial breakthrough, it lists about 20 scriptures about that. And I'll just pull that thing out. And depending on where I'm at in my life or what I'm dealing with, I'll just begin to read those scriptures and pray and declare those scriptures over my life. Mm. And so praying the word of God is a way to keep it simple because now you're not having to wonder if you're praying right. Right. You know, his word won't return to him void. You know, he responds to his word. And so when you get that discipline, right, in studying the word and studying scripture and it becomes hidden in your heart. Now, as you begin to pray, it just starts coming out of you. Mm -hmm. It starts coming out of you Mm. because now it's in you. It's become more than just words on a page. Now it's hidden in you. Mm. And so you pray the word of God. And then the third thing is pray on all occasions. That's good. Pray on all occasions. The Bible tells us in Ephesians 6, 18, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with Mm. all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all of God's people. Mm -hmm. And so you don't have to just set your 15 minutes in the morning for prayer. Mm -hmm. As you go throughout your day, As you're driving in the car, headed to work or headed wherever you are, you can be talking to God. You can be Mm -hmm. praying as you're sitting at home making dinner. And I've had to learn this in this season (laughs) of my life where I'm busy with a three year old and a five year old and life gets chaotic. I've had to learn how to include him in every part of my day. So good. Not just compartmentalizing him to my 15 minutes Mm -hmm. of alone time. Mm -hmm. No, as I'm sitting there and I'm making dinner, I'm praying and I'm worshiping and I'm talking to God. And I also want to say this. Prayer is a two way conversation. Yep. It's not just about us making Mm -hmm. our requests known to him. But it's also about us getting quiet and still and allowing him to speak back to us, Mm. allowing him to answer. Mm -hmm. So often we're putting our requests out and we're asking, we're asking, but do you allow God time Mm. to speak back to you? He wants to talk to you. Mm. He wants to respond. It says that he responds to those who diligently seek after him. And so remember when you think about prayer, Don't just think about it like I've got to fill up all this time (laughs) talking to God. Give him time to speak back to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so those are just a few tips that I would give you. Schedule that time. Set the alarm clock. Keep it simple. Give him thanks. Give him praise. Pray on all occasions and pray the word of God. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. So really what I'm hearing in both of these aspects of our discipleship walk is make a plan, keep it simple, keep it attainable and do it, right? right? But then we have throughout the scriptures, these guidelines on how to pray, how to worship, you know, praying scripture and praying with thanksgiving is so key. And, and yeah, like the, the biggest thing is like with all of these, you have to take that first step. Mm-hmm. You know, when we're reading the Bible, the goal isn't just to get the Bible 
uh, or get through the Bible. It's to get the Bible through you. So yeah. that could be starting with one or two passages a day that would mature into one or two chapters a day. And you might be able to get to that one or two books a day. It might need to be the minor prophets that are only one or two chapters mm -hmm. long. But, um, but with our prayer life, I love that you mentioned that Jesus got up early and uh, he would go out into the wilderness, is what mm -hmm. the word says, to pray and seek his, his father. And I think that's the biggest thing. We all have the same amount of hours in the day. We all have 24 hours. Some of us sleep away mo more of those hours than others. <laughs> but, you know, when you, wanna, when you want something, you make time for it. Like if I want to get better at playing the guitar, I've got to carve out another hour of my day to practice. Mm -hmm. And if I want to get closer to God and I want to know him more, mm -hmm. I've got to carve that hour yeah, out because right. we all have the same amount of time. Let me jump right into the third discipline and it's worship. And I don't have too much to say about this, which is shocking because <laughs> worship has been what? my world for so long. But I think many of us need to understand what worship is. You know, Romans 12, 1, it says, Therefore, brothers and sisters, I urge you in view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. For this is your spiritual act of worship. The original Hebrew word for worship is avodah. And it means your daily work. Mm. So this is when it makes sense in Colossians 3, right? When it says, mm. whatever you do, do it as unto God. Yeah. Right. So whatever you're doing, when it's done as a love offering to God, that's worship. Okay. But let me zero in a little bit on the music side. Why is music always tied to worship? Well, I'll tell you why. Music is the language of our universe. Ever since the beginning, songs have told the story of people, in particular, God's people. You know, you look at back in, in the book of Exodus, Moses was the first songwriter. Mm -hmm. And then you've got the Psalms, 150 songs smack dab in the middle of the Bible. And listen, if there's ever been a year where we need to understand that we can find a song in a season, it's 2020. You know, this may have been a hard year to worship, but maybe you pressed through and you worshiped through hardship and God brought breakthrough mm -hmm. or God brought revelation. Or maybe God just lets you know a little bit more of your identity. Because let me tell you something. It's your eternal identity to be a worshiper. We always joke around with pastors. We say, hey, there's not going to be a lot of messages preached in heaven. We may not be reading the Bible in heaven, but we're going to worship. Yes. We are yep. going to worship. That's the only thing. That's it, man. That's with it. the angels. We are gonna, I mean, you see that picture all throughout Revelation, yeah. a picture of worship. Yeah. And so I would encourage you to live a life of worship every single day. Mm -hmm. Find your song. You know, right now there's a plethora of resources out there and we have bridgesnashville.com slash music. We put playlists up there and we try to resource you guys so that you always have worship. Yeah. But I mean, we know uh, in the day and age of Spotify and streaming, you can find great worship that encourages your spirit, mm -hmm. that challenges your mm -hmm. walk with God. And don't let your worship be monotone. Okay, so if all you're listening to is just pump up jams, but you don't have that balance of songs that'll reach you in the valley. That's good. Mm -hmm. You need to have a balance of worship. Look, when we read the Psalms, two thirds of them are laments. And so sometimes we think, man, you know, all, all we have in, in, in our modern day culture is just songs that lift us up. Listen, David would often write, hey, why so downcast on my soul? Find joy in the Lord. He would write to, he was encouraging mm -hmm. his own yeah, spirit. And then what happens is when you, Face the valley, you realize that God calls you out yes. and he calls you to more and he loves you where mm -hmm. you're at, but too much to leave you there. Mm -hmm. And so when we understand that worship can happen anywhere, anytime through whatever we're doing as we offer it to the Lord, that's key number one. But key number two is find your song. 
Find your song in whatever season you're in. I'm really excited. You know, in January, we've got a new single coming out. Yeah. Uh, this is a song that Pastor David's son, Jonathan, mixed. And I wrote this with Spencer back in the day, My Supply. And we finally recorded it. So we're going to be releasing that sometime in January. But listen, Bridges Nashville, we love to write songs. Jamia and I have written songs together. Of course, we've got many worship leaders at, at Bridges. And, and we'll write a song, we'll sing a song, and we'll find that song. And so my encouragement to you is maybe you're not a songwriter like David, or maybe you're not a musician uh, like so many other people that surround us here in Nashville, but you still have a song. Somebody just rang my doorbell, but we're going to keep on going through this. I got a package delivering today. I'm pretty excited about it, so I'm not going to be too upset right now. But it's the Holy Spirit. That's it. He is. He is here. He's going to help us find our song. He's going to help us find our song. So listen, I hope today has encouraged you. And uh, listen, 2021, I believe, can be the best year of your life. This has been a hard year, but I believe we're all going to come out stronger on the mm -hmm. other side of it. I think God is shaping his church. And I believe that this is a year, maybe not of going wide, but of going deep. Yes. And I believe 2021 is going to be a year where we're going to need to dig deep. And God is a rewarder yeah. of those who diligently seek him. Come on. Mm -hmm. How yeah. do you seek the Lord? Read his word. Talk to him and worship him. Any other thoughts yeah. as we close out today, you guys? No, I mean, that just, I mean, everything that we've talked about is just, it's invaluable. Mm -hmm. Like you cannot know God without reading his word, yeah. praying and worshiping. Yeah. And, and that's the whole purpose of this journey, mm -hmm. right? And that's the whole, the Bible is the revelation of God yeah. to man, right? Yeah. And so it's about knowing God. And so um, I'm pretty stoked that we're going to see some people's lives change this year. Yeah, absolutely. And I would just echo what, what both of you all are saying. I mean, you're going to get out of your relationship with God what you put into it, mm. right? Mm -hmm. And so if you want to go deeper in Him, if you really want to know Him beyond just having a Christian religion that you kind of wear as a label, you got to invest, invest. And I promise you it's worth it. It's mm. so worth it. So... Mm. I'm excited to see how everybody's going to grow this year and kick off the new year, getting these disciplines established in our lives. Hey, love it. Well, listen, we're going to try to do what we can to resource you. We're going to have a Bible reading plan in January. We're coming up with some way of implementing prayer and fasting as we kick off a new year. And then we're going to talk a little bit more about how we can cultivate lives of worship. And so make sure that you're tuned in to our website and our social media channels. And there's going to be a lot of great things coming down the lane in January 2021. Thanks for listening to the Bridges Nashville podcast. To stay up to date on everything going on at Bridges, you can find us online at facebook.com slash Bridges Nashville or at Bridges Nashville on Instagram.